All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of What the Health Just Happened, where we talk all things healthcare, the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights, and everything in between. We also have some uh, smart individuals talking healthy versus unhealthy business practices, sales, leadership, culture, et cetera. Today, these are two friends of mine. I should mention Adrian Jansen is sitting next to me, business partner. This show is sponsored by Two Tool Benefits. We got to say Two Tool Benefits, Two Tool Benefits. Yeah. Just plug ourselves. We do employ benefits for small to medium-sized businesses. Anyways, let's get to it. We have Joel Tillerson. Your title is Events Director. Yes. And Chris Talley. What's your title? Events Manager. Besides, we can't curse, by the way, because it's a radio show, but oh, I was going to say, be, like, bad A <laughs> word. So, anyways, sorry. Already getting off track. That's what I do. Joel Tillerson, Chris Talley, welcome. You guys are in town. Welcome to Northeast Florida. Thank you. And what are you in town for? We were attending an event um, for finance and insurance conference professionals. So, so you guys came in town for an event to work on event planning. Right. <laughs> what, I mean, what are they doing? They're feeding you lobster tails and crab legs and live music and... It's the good stuff. What, yeah. Tell us about it. What was the event, right? So you're, you're coming here to learn best practices. And then I want to dive into, obviously, we're going to talk about True Network a ton. We're... we're yep. What would we say, a partner or an, an agency that's part of it? I think, you know, you can talk an all about that. It, yes. But you came to beautiful Northeast Florida. We love it here. Chris, you're in Huntersville? Guntersville. Guntersville. <laughs> Huntersville, what did I say? I'm a disaster. You guys know me well enough, right? Um, Joel is in Columbia. Yes. South Carolina, not the country that uh, has illegal drugs, but is that right? That's correct. I'm going to make you guys as uncomfortable as I can, by the way. That's what I do. Let's so go. travel to Amelia Islands. How long was the event? Uh, three days. Three days. And now you're gonna we're gonna go to dinner tonight at Valley Smoke, by the way. I like free plugs for restaurants. I love Valley Smoke. It's on the water. We'll have a good time. So come to an event. Is it all insurance people? Yep. So it's all the event planners that work at all the major insurance carriers and finance carriers, names you know. Anything from Aflac, Allstate. The Blues, United, yep. Cygnus, Aetna's, all of them. Everybody. So deep pockets. Yes. Very deep pockets. Deep pockets. How where was the event? At the Omni? Yes. Okay. Man, we should have gone to that, Adrian. I know, we blew it. So again, <laughs> some people might ask, what, what does event planning have to do with healthcare? I think everything can be kind of related to healthcare. We'll talk about true, but Adrian had some thoughts on, on being part of a tribe and why these events are such a big deal to agencies like ours and employees like ours. But who wants to take this? Chris, you're kind of, I'm gonna get you out of this shell a little bit, man. I want you to chime up, chime in. Yeah. And then Adrian's gonna fire questions. Bar owner, restaurant owner, Mm -hmm. Author, mm -hmm. musician. Yep. What else? Oh, personal trainer. I saw personal trainer. What? What? What haven't you done? Are you a pilot? <laughs> no, maybe. I mean, what else? What? Could I land a plane? Yes, probably. <laughs> it, it would not be a comfortable landing. But have I you heard you about down. this this trend going on that people ask, "Can you land a plane in an emergency?" No. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the responses are pretty funny. Immediately, yes. I said 100. percent I could land a plane. Yeah. yeah. That's yep. the differences in our personality. We have a, a text chain of the husbands on one group and the wives on another, and they text each one of us individually asking if we could land a plane in an emergency, <laughs> and you could probably guess who said yes. Amelia. Jay, could you land a plane if you had to? Not safely. Not safely? Not safely. Yeah. yeah. Would, you, would, would you live? 
I would sure hope so. Okay. There's no okay. promises. All right. So who who wants to take this? Talk about true, right? The the background will share our story, our adventure, but I want Joe, you go first. Okay. Your your journey with true, how you ended up here, and then again, Chris, you started in what, December? December, yep. December. Yep. Okay. So let's talk about true a little bit, what your role is, how you ended up here. Yeah. So True Network is really an association on steroids for <laughs> employee benefits. Not healthy. Yeah. Not steroids. Healthy. Well. Um, but we provide best practices, training, collaboration, education, marketing support, creative support um, to about 80 member agencies across the United States that specialize in employee benefits. And events? Yes. How many events do you guys do in a year? Um, uh, seven, I think. I should probably know this number <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, we do uh, two, two signature events that are in person, our owner's meeting, which is for um, C-suite and the agency principals of these employee benefits brokerages. And then we also have our True Learning Academy, which is our like number one biggest um, event. It's got training and education for salespeople, account managers and consultants, people in compliance, marketing, operations. Um, and of course, being true, we have to have a little bit of music and some, a whole lot of fun a lot at, of the, music. at the end of the event. Music. How many people were at the last uh, Learning Academy? 340. So that was the wow. biggest event you all have had to date, right? Correct. And I'm still surprised that you guys let me speak at that. Um, <laughs> we lived that. We survived. We survived. There might have been a couple <laughs> curse words in there because we weren't on radio. Just yeah. a few. The plane. Oh, jeez. Man. Okay. So, so your journey here, right? So were you in event – before True, actually, were you in event planning? How did you end up with True Network? Yep. It's a funny story. Um, I was an event planner at – on the carrier side of, of a major insurance carrier and Scott Smith, the president and founder of True Shout Network. Shout out Scott. What up, Scott? He's in, he's in Italy right now. So oh, he, can't, he can't hear us. Working um, hard, yeah. He actually spoke at one of my events. He led a breakout on how to better sell to brokers and work with them. And so uh, details are a little fuzzy. Somebody slid into somebody's LinkedIn DMs. <laughs> and Who started it? Scott started Scott started it. Okay. And, uh, it was during COVID, so went over originally to help um, work on virtual events with them. And then as we exited COVID and ba went back to live events, uh, managed that transition and helped build out the event brands that we have. And I, I need to I emphasize, too, these, these events, these are not small events, right? That one had X amount of people, but you have – food's incredible, the speakers, you know, um, the events afterwards. Yeah, like you, you're doing – Joel, you do an incredible job. Oh, and Chris, you. by the way, i got to add you to it. So – he slid into your DMs on LinkedIn, <laughs> posted you from there, and then did you get at a point where you're like, I can't do this by myself anymore? At what point was it like, we need to find someone else, and then I want to hear Chris's journey. Who reached out to you? Did you apply? Like, how, how are you here? Yeah, we uh, the events grew so quickly. We've been growing very quickly. You know, when I started, we had right around 45 agencies, and we now serve 80 um, across the U.S. So just the, the sheer scale um, of our events, we needed another person to – to help continue to make these these really high touch special experiences that are different than anything else you've ever been to that's always our goal um is to make an impact and make you feel like you are our one person there even though there may be 350 people yeah the, the first event i went to you asked if we had any specific requests and i said sour patch kids is a joke and then when i got to my hotel room there was a, a bag of sour patch kids so. yeah yeah if that tells you anything uh, very healthy by the way yeah i would say that's healthy um, so again, Chris, tell me, what, how are you here? Yeah, totally different journey. Um, I'm from the coast of Georgia, not too far from here, about an hour away, St. Simon's Island, and always uh, played music. I was a touring musician for 25 years. Guitar, in the right? World. Yep, okay. primarily guitar, yep. songwriter. 
uh, and in the restaurant world, um, eventually owned a restaurant in Atlanta. So my current, my wife now and I lived there for about 17 years. Um, and went through, uh, we're talking about health and wellness a little bit. So yeah. had, had a very unbalanced life, went through a few panic attacks mm-hmm. and decided to Late nights. Oh man, hundred, working hundred hours a week. Yeah. yeah. Toxic partnership, um, just a very, uh, challenging lifestyle and work environment. So elected to get out of that. Um, my wife and I got married, sold two houses in Atlanta and moved to Lake Gunnersville, North Alabama. Where not Huntersville. We, not not Huntersville. Okay. Yeah. Um, the first week we were there, went out to a nice dinner and met Scott Smith. How big is so, that town, by the way? Oh, man, 4,000. So it's a small it's town. Small, it's a small town. So yeah, and everyone, okay. Like you just randomly started talking to each other across. Yes, yeah, sitting okay. at the bar. The, uh, it's a it's okay. a five, it's a six-seat bar, and Scott and I were next to each other and struck up a conversation. We just became great friends for five years. Okay. Um, yeah, so this was last year. I had been doing a little bit of restaurant consulting and uh, personal training. Real estate. I, I stalked your yeah. I stalked your uh, LinkedIn profile by the way, obviously. Uh, and just happened to ask Scott. I said, "Man, you know my resume. Do you know of anyone that's looking for someone that's great in the hospitality space? And um, please put put the word out there." And he said, "I may know someone." And so the next day, I got a an email of, of someone who to connect with, and it was Mr. Joel Tillerson. Did you did you slide into the DMs on LinkedIn, or did you reach out directly? <laughs> we uh, we kept it professional. We okay, sent, we emailed each other. <laughs> So started in December, and, and let me just, you do your version of True. Like I want to, I could explain my experience with True Network, how much we love it, how it's literally changed our business. We say all the time, it's arguably the best business decision we've made at 2 Benefits, but mm-hmm. tell, tell your version, what does True Network do? What are your thoughts on it? And, and again, how vital I think those two are to the success of True Network. Yeah, absolutely. So our agency joined True in, I think maybe like December, November, of 2020. So it was definitely a time that I think everybody was kind of experiencing this huge disconnect from their community. And one of the things that I think it forced us to do, at least as a business, was kind of to turn inward and kind of evaluate some of the relationships, the support, the professional development um, that we were providing and, you know, take the opportunity to kind of make sure that we were really on the right path for ourselves and and for our employees. So uh, my husband, Joey Jansen, he came to me. Hi, Joey. Uh, He came to me and he said, I think I want to join this thing called True. Um, It's an association of all sorts of different employee benefits firms. We'll join it. They have all sorts of really cool events. He did know about Healthcare and Harmony. That was one that that really stood out to him um, that we'll get into in just a little bit. Am I too far away? Sorry. That's fine. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of listening to him, and like with most things, I immediately said, no, yeah. I'm good. She I, says no a lot. I think we're way. fine. You know, um, I don't really necessarily think that spending more money, joining something else, I think we kind of maybe need to figure out how to create this professional development in this culture ourselves because that's just my my go-to. Like, just let me do it. I'll take care of it. Um, and so Joey won our argument like he often does. And, uh, we, we wound up joining. And when I went to the first in-person event in April of, of 2021, um, I had been in public education in a space where people were very welcoming. They were kind, there was collaboration, there was sharing of ideas, 
Um, and in an odd way, it kind of felt like coming home because this group of people welcomed me with open arms. Any question that I asked about any issue that we were facing as an agency, they immediately had an answer. They wanted my email address to follow up with things to share with me. Um, and just that, that outpouring of support was something that we needed so badly. Um, and I think that that's something that's really hard to describe and why I think it's interesting that you guys always talk about this experiential element. It's one of those things that you just have to experience to really understand the magic of it. Um, but it's been transformative, I think, for us as a leadership team. Um, it gives us, you know, drive. It gives us great, wonderful ideas to take back to our team and then to bring them to an event and then get to see them experience it. Um, and just to see the, the growth that happens just from these little seeds that are planted in those events is just, it's incredible to watch. I'm going to, I'm going to have to talk to you. You guys want to chime in on that? You think that's a good description there? Oh yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> that's solid. And again, we, her and I could literally just talk for 48 minutes about how much we love true and we the, could. the entire, the team that works there. Like it's, it's just, again, that's we're, we're, this is genuine, genuine talk, right? The collaboration part, the first event we went to, you guys mean, like, I like to have a good time. Sometimes I enjoy myself. The first event I went to was, like, it was it was awesome. I didn't know anybody. We went out to, it was in, in Nashville. We went out to, what's that bar? Legends. That we always Legends, Legends on the corner of, of Broadway. I killed a lot of brain cells there. Yeah. I don't know, we don't know any of these people. We just joined, and, and we go out that night, and everyone's having a blast, hitting it off, and the next day, it's, it's immediately, like immediate friendships and it's an immediate collaboration. So this, this industry, health insurance, which I talk a lot of trash about, I, I happen to work in it. I work in healthcare. I, there are parts of it that I just don't like. Is that your phone? No. Oh, I was like, <laughs> answer it, answer it. By the way, if your phone rings, you got to answer it on air. That's my rule. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> mine's in my purse. I didn't turn mine off either. So in this industry, what I've noticed, I've only been it since February of 2020, worked in, in a variety of healthcare positions, but employee benefits is, it's complicated, it's expensive, it's really kind of a pain in the butt sometimes. And no one, it's not exciting to, to talk to a CEO about their price going up. But everyone's like secretive, right? Most agencies are like, you know, no, this is our tricks and trade. But guess what? We all say the same thing. We all have the same fly. Like, no one's really doing anything that unique. Well, that's not true. Chris Hamilton's up Chris there. Hamilton Intrepid's <laughs> up there. Some people do a great job. But Again, the, the immediate collaboration, there was no point where it's like, hey, you said this, can you share it? And it's like, they email immediately. Look at this information. We just had a referral from um, BBG, by the way, shout out Derek Wynn. He, they had an inquiry in the state of Florida, and I talked to him today, and we're going to meet with him in a couple weeks, that company. Like, that's, that's, awesome. that's cool stuff yeah. to me. So cool anyways, enough, enough complimenting true, you guys. Yeah. You I don't do want to inflate your egos. Them, oh, though, go ahead. About that. One thing that I've always thought, kind of wondered about, what do you or I guess who or what or how do you think that that culture formed within True? Because I don't imagine that's something that happened by accident. So how did it form? And then how do you continue to support that as you grow? Because, you know, you said you, you know, in three years have gone from 45 to 80. That's, that's exponential growth. So how did you create it and how do you maintain it? Yeah, I think um, the, the original founding group that started the organization were all good friends um, and kind of grew up in the insurance space together. And so I think having those longtime relationships where they wanted to help each other um, and then on the on from us as a, a, a corporate team, if you will, at 
word doesn't match true at all, but um, <laughs> whatever you want to call us, um, our serious vetting of our member agencies and being very selective. You know, I said we're an association on steroids, but you don't just like, hey, we're going to join. There's a vetting process. We make sure you're a good fit for us. And we do the same thing with all of our strategic partners as well. If you're not a good fit, mm -hmm. then we're not going to we're not going to bring you in because it would ruin that culture and that openness. Right. And I think it's something that we're going to have to continue to keep very top of mind as we grow. Uh, I don't know exactly how we manage <laughs> that as we as we get larger, but it's definitely something that's important and we're going to have to focus on. Do you ever yeah. worry about growing too big too fast? Yes, it's, it's definitely something we've talked about. And, um, you know, we had when I first started, we had these net growth goals. We want to add a certain amount of agencies every year. And now we've kind of stepped back and not placed an exact number on it we want to grow and obviously all businesses want to grow and get more clients <laughs> not me yes. i don't want that more is, business that is the yeah. overall goal of capitalism yeah. so yes um <laughs> but we've kind of stopped and said okay we're not going to place a numerical value on how many we need to add each year but really more of hey let's just when we find good agencies let's mm -hmm. bring them in but otherwise we're not we don't have a sales team there's nobody that works for true whose job is to go find other Ima clients. imagine that right that so in, in a business where that. you don't have to sell the, the the product sells itself and the people sell sell itself that's pretty referrals word of mouth mm -hmm. so just again what is it 82 agencies currently 80 ish 80 something 80 ish so again <laughs> round about 80 all yeah. of <laughs> all of these agencies they're across the united states they work and employ benefits typically it's what, what do you think? A block of business anywhere between 500K and 7 million annually. Is that the biggest agency I think has, has 7 million annually in employee benefits? Yes. In the that, could, that could be an acronym again. You got property and casualty. So we're, we're working exclusively in health insurance employee benefits. You talk about strategic partners. Most people call them vendors. I used to hate going to conferences. Couldn't stand it. You walk into a room, there's all these tables, and I had to sit at those tables and give out pens and, and, and you know, squishy stress balls. That's not how I look at the strategic partners with True. Is, do you, like, elaborate on how you're vetting a, a company to come in? What does that process look like, right, to, to pick an agency and a strategic vendor? And when do you cut ties with one? So we... we only invite people who have been referred to us by a member agency. So, mm -hmm. Eric, if you're like, man, we just got this great new wellness vendor, we want to use them. That's how we find our um, strategic partners, also called sponsors, vendors, you, yeah. you know. Um, so I think those warm referrals are always helpful because we know that if an agency's used them, they're likely good because we trust our agencies. Um, it's rare that we cut ties with a strategic partner because of that vetting process up front, but it has happened. And, you know, we always, we harp on not being too salesy at events. We believe in the relationship building and the selling will come later. Um, which, and is, which is so, so unique. So important. Yeah. And unique. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, I think that also just ties into the culture. Everybody is, um, on an equal playing field, really. We're not sticking our sponsors in this separate giant, exhibit hall and you have to like walk through there and they have to try and give you a tchotchke to get you to come give you their business card I, by the way i always grab the tchotchkes for my kids i am gonna say that yeah that the, is helpful the booth form yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so you haven't you haven't cut ties with what about an agency is there like i think it's got to sit at one point like only one agency has joined true and left in the history yep we have had two leave total 
Um, and it's usually tied to M&A. So those, yeah. those agencies are being purchased by mm-hmm. a competitor of ours or... Um, your, your Gallagher's. Yes, your bands. USI, mm-hmm. et cetera. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that's the only time we've, we've lost clients. And there, there's... Well, we don't have to talk about that too, the Patriot tie, but I, we'll go we'll go strict true stuff here, and then I want to talk about event planning. So we got a couple minutes left here. We fire some questions off. So I'm talking to you. Me? Yeah, oh, you're something. pointing at me. I'm pointing at you. Okay, interesting. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> uh, so one of the things I was kind of thinking about when we were we were preparing for today, um, and I'll I've got two questions, and I'll kind of try to start with the shorter one since we're short on time, but. You all are traveling so often. You're going to all these different locations, checking out different spots, scouting out different re- different resorts or different teams that are going to host these events for you. Um, that has to take a mental toll after a while, not being at home, being on the road so much. How do you find that balance um, for yourselves? Do you have any words of wisdom? <laughs> They're grinning, by the way. I yeah. know they are smiling and, and giggling, but I know you've got a couple of tricks up your sleeves for how you kind of like recharge yourself after um, going through that event planning process? Um, spa days are <laughs> a big <laughs> one. Yes. Liquid um, IV, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I think Chris <laughs> is actually good to answer this one because he's actually, since he's come on the team, I've done a lot better job of oh, taking awesome. care of myself and like making sure I exercise and stuff with him being a part of the team. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's just being intentional about, you know, the workload that's coming. You know, so many people talk about balance, but Joel and I kind of shared a, a different word which is harmony yep balance Mm -hmm. is important when you're walking or trying to rock climb or something like that but harmony is a little bit more important to us i think because the workload is extremely heavy at times and then it's not yeah so um no i'm just looking okay yeah yeah so i think we just were a little bit more intentional about hey if if we're not required to be up at five o'clock and somewhere on site tomorrow let's meet in the gym let's let's make sure that we get our exercise in let's Mm -hmm. be a little bit more intentional about eating healthy as as much as we can and and having that time where we're we're able to decompress yeah and meditate if you need to whatever it's a it's a must how much time we got left here about two minutes two minutes okay i love that go ahead you want to were you going to mm-hmm. say something else? No, I was just going to say, especially because I think the the time and attention that you all pour into other people, that cup has to get refilled mm-hmm. somehow. Um, and so I think, I and I love that word. I've used the word pendulum before, but kind of the same idea of harmony. Like there's never a day where I can look back at my life and say, my family got 50% and work got 50% and check that box for today, right? It's usually more like, I gave 100% at work today. I came home super tired. Tomorrow, I'm going to stop early so that I can go pick up the girls, and we're going to go do something special together. So, you know, measuring it, it kind of swings one way and swings back another. I think when you try to achieve that balance is when you actually really wind up burning yourself out. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yes, good. All, all, all great points. Here's the thing, too. The, these events, when I go to them, and again, I, I – maybe have a good time with these events. I'm exhausted for like three days afterwards. Sometimes a week catching up. Yeah. So, so well, I, I am an idiot. <laughs> I showed a video earlier just to show how much of an idiot I am. But planning those events, right, you're, you're, it's not really fun. You guys are go, go, go. Anyways, coming up on a commercial break, we got Chris Talley, Joel Tillerson, both with True Network Advisors, uh, running the events there. Commercial break, we'll come back, do some healthy versus unhealthy stuff, questions. That's kind of a fun segment we do. But uh, that's what the health just happened. See you in a few minutes.
Welcome back to the second half of What the Health Just Happened. We have Joel Tillerson, Chris Talley with True Network Advisors. We love you guys. We love True. I got Adrian Jansen co-hosting today. Jay Bo's the producer. This show is brought to you by 212 Benefits. That's what, that's our company, right? Yeah, I think so. We do employee benefits, but nobody cares about that. Um, so, so what does event planning have to do with healthcare? More than I realize, right? And we, we do this little segment called Healthy Versus Unhealthy. We'll get to But Adrian, you mentioned you had something specific that you wanted to ask them. Go ahead. I did. I think um, one of the things that on this show, it's so interesting hearing from so many different people who do such a wide variety of different things. And I always try to kind of take away one little nugget about something that's relevant to either, you know, myself at home or, you know, at work. And so one thing I was kind of thinking about and, and wondering you guys are obviously planning events on an extremely large scale for hundreds of people at a time. And the likelihood of me doing that anytime, uh, at least in the near future, is probably pretty slim to none, right? But I'm, I do often host events for just our team in-house. And of course, most people, if you're in corporate America, you're hosting a meeting from time to time or you're hosting a luncheon or some type of event on kind of a micro scale. Um, so I'm curious, what tips and tricks would you all have for people to um, really make the experience a little bit more elevated than the customary meeting or, you know, team luncheon that you might attend? <laughs> I need some help, guys. I'm just yeah. saying. If you want to write down some notes afterwards, <laughs> yeah. I'll take them back. <laughs> I think anything you can do to make it more personal um, or more unique. So, Eric, you used an example where... You know, I took a joke you made and used it as a moment to wow you. Yep. Brag you a little bit. but Brag you know. away. Pat yourself um, on the back, buddy. <laughs> but yeah. use that as an opportunity to kind of make an impact and make a memory for you. So um, I think any time that if you know it's someone's birthday or, um, you know, Adrian, if one of your employees, like, just adores chocolate, like having – inspiring your menus and things like that with things that people love mm-hmm. um, is a, a good – and relatively easy way to make it a little more special than um, just your run-of-the-mill day. You got anything to chime in on? Yeah, I think, so we were at the FICP conference yesterday, and Joel did a a talk on- What does that stand for? FICP? Finance and Insurance Conference Professionals. Finance, that's a mouthful right there. (laughs) It wouldn't wouldn't be healthcare if we didn't throw some acronyms out. Right, right. So go ahead, Chris, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, no, so um, kind of to piggyback off of what Joel was saying, those are kind of high-touch experiences, and then- Joel did a talk yesterday on inclusivity, and at the end of his talk, we were talking, and <laughs> I was like, I, I kind of have a new idea. Maybe some of the things that he was addressing are more soft-touch experiences, which are things that you don't normally think about. So if you, yeah, if you know that someone loves a particular wine, having that available or whatever, but there's also the, hey, do you have any allergies? Do you, is there anything else that you could, from a soft-touch perspective, that may not be blaringly obvious to this person to make the experience better and to make them feel a little bit more special like just to make 
How can you create a better memory for that person, not only by high touch, but maybe some other experiences? That's good. That's good. I, I was immediately thinking, too, that the same, it's from a sales perspective, too, right? When we're prospecting clients, how do you personalize mm. that conversation, presentation, whatever it is? And I think that's, if COVID did anything, I think it made people miss human interaction and building real relationships. And again, Scott Smith always says he's over the word like genuine and authenticity, but you know, finding those little nuggets, like when Scott sent us those, those buttons with, that you pressed and he recorded specific messages. And we try to tell people that like, send, send a goofy video to that prospect or client. That, that's when you had a conversation, you remember that their kid loves softball, like talk about softball, but send them a bag of softballs for their, for their daughter. I'm using that because obviously Ellie plays softball, but send them a bag of balls. Um, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Not healthy. Um, <laughs> But, but that, that personalization go, goes such a long way. And, and again, just, just to compliment everything that True does, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, okay. You got, any, you got another question? Because I got some healthy versus unhealthy. No, we can go with healthy versus unhealthy. Okay. Let's do it. Healthy versus unhealthy. Open bars at a conference. Go ahead, Jay. Chime in. I'm saying he- <laughs> healthy. Healthy the night of unhealthy. Go ahead. What yeah. do you got? I, I, I like that. It's funny, you know, we actually, I gave this talk on diversity, equity, and inclusion in events, and we were addressing the open bar situation with, you know, the growing number of people who are not, um, who do not drink alcohol. Um, I, I think it is a necessary evil. A necessary evil, that's good. I would say that a lot of these questions when I ask these, you, you, I like to make a case for either side. Mm. Like, I'll make a case for why it's healthy, but that next day it's not healthy. <laughs> Maybe two or three when, days later. When someone calls me looking for an IV bar. I yeah. did. I did. <laughs> I did go get an IV in Nashville one time and, and missed yeah. one of the speakers. But um, It happens to the best Internally of us. with it our ha- team. It hasn't happened to me, but I'm sure, you know, it does happen to the best of us. <laughs> what were you saying? Scott, Scott's been saying um, to the team, to the true team in particular, approaching an open bar to be more hosty instead of toasty. Yes. Oh. Uh, that's good. That's I like good. that. Well, you know I li- yeah. we like wordplay, too. I like saying we, we've drank the true laid, right? <laughs> I can say I want to make T-shirts for that. But we, somebody, one of the vendors at the last event said, man, I've heard, but, like, true's kind of like a cult. I'm like, yeah, it kind of is like a cult, by the way, but we love you guys. Um, okay, healthy or unhealthy? Bacon-wrapped jalapeno poppers. Healthy. I, I, I'm going to say unhealthy. <laughs> oh, man. It's, uh, yeah. Everything's healthy in moderation, right? True. Eh, that's <laughs> probably not true. I think it's true. I mean, it's only like once a year. Heroin? You're get, well, you yeah. Know, you didn't ask me about that. You said you everything. I'm like, going to disagree. So, so right. that, which okay. would give you a hangover, some type of relapse the next day. The jalapenos affect me these days. Yeah. So true. the next day, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a wreck. Yeah. Okay, so what yeah. would, what is a healthy appetizer when we walk into these events and they got plates around like what's what's your what's your top one to three appetizers you're like yeah that's got to be there hmm. i always go for a caprese skewer yeah it's going to please yeah. most most of the crowd tomato a little cheese some basil okay it's not going to fall apart when you try to eat it mm. that makes it much easier do you know what he's talking about yes yes judging you i didn't grow up in a barn <laughs> i did actually grow up in a barn but okay. um okay Healthy or unhealthy? Letting uh, Jared and myself speak at the Learning Academy. Health risk. <laughs> Health <laughs> risk. <laughs> Health risk. Yeah. Okay. All's well that ends well. 
right? So it wound up being healthy because you guys both knocked it out of the park. And something that mm. I think it just keeps coming up over and over again, not just now, but anytime I think that we have a conversation about true or with other true agencies, like this idea of implicit trust and kind of knowing that that person, because of the relationship that you formed, yep. is not going to let you down. And I think that that's such a theme that repeats itself between the agencies that join, the strategic partners who are a part of it, um, the people they choose to go on stage, yeah. right? It's all a circle of trust. It so matters. Trust is healthy. Yeah, you're, you're not... <laughs> The same thing when, when another agency refers us business, they, they trust us in order to, to take on that client and work with them. Um, so, so speakers, right? The, and again, we, we keep talking about these events because I, I would consider these events incredibly healthy. It is mm-hmm. culturally for, for our business specifically when we get our staff to go, again, co- the collaboration stuff, we go on and on about the culture. The guest speakers that, that you all line up for these events, to me, have, have been some of the best speakers I've ever seen, right? Mm-hmm. Including... Um, What's his name? I don't Not, know. I was going to say Jesse Itzler's great. Savannah Bananas. Jesse, Jesse Cole. Jesse Cole. Dear <laughs> Lord. I just talked about him this morning. Um, you know, that's the first time at the owner's meeting when, when he spoke and I danced on stage, that was unhealthy. That was unhealthy. Mm, that was but, healthy for me. <laughs> it, was, it was a wow moment. That's oh, for man. Sure. I'm going to have to find that video. <laughs> so, so how are you picking these speakers, right? Are people recommending them to you? And how are you contacting them? Is it, is Scott taking the lead on that? How are you, how are you deciding who's going to speak? And then how do you get them there? Cause they're, they're incredible. Yeah. A lot of times Scott is taking the lead on that. We do get a lot of recommendations. Um, but you know, we have this overarching theme on of personal development and we think if, you know, we'd rather spend a decent amount of money getting one really impactful speaker who may not necessarily be insurance related, but may make you a better person and a better leader. And we think that's going to drive into your individual organizations and help make those pe- your employees better people. And it, it goes into a, like a better person in general, not just at work. We want you to be a better person at home as well. Love that. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, who who really wants a speaker talking about just health insurance? You'd be surprised when you read well, these survey results. Joey Jansen's <laughs> one for sure, by the way. I, I get it. I, I am like, I'm woo-woo. I love that cultural stuff. I love the exciting speakers, but I get it. Maybe maybe, maybe some insurance talk will be relevant, but I'm, I'll sit that one out. I'll go to the IV bar while you guys are talking about insurance. Um, what, you, what you got? Because I'm running through some more healthy versus unhealthies in my head, but I think you had some yeah. other questions you want to talk about. Yeah. Well, one of the questions that I had, you kind of addressed already, you know, about that conscious decision to kind of, I think, skew in the favor of professional development over um, necessarily content-driven speakers. Um, I guess I'm just curious why you guys made that decision. I mean, I see it, and I know I, I feel and reap the, the benefits of it, but was there ever really a moment where that was something that was done consciously? Was it based off of just feedback that you got in an event that happened to be that way? Kind of what, what did that decision process look like? Yeah, the first event that you and Joey attended, coming out of COVID, COVID April 2020, 2021, mm-hmm. um, we knew we wanted to get people together. We wanted to do it safely. Um, and we knew that bringing people together for the first time in over two years, we Jeez. couldn't have a packed agenda right. because people needed to just be with people. And so we, we looked around for unique business leaders who could speak to this our group of business leaders 
And it was kind of bored out of that event. We didn't mm. know really how it was going to go. If people were going to be mad, we didn't have more deep dive, nitty gritty insurance education. That was an owner's meeting, right? It the, was. Yes. The Barnes went okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. So it was born out of that. Um, we immediately recognized how much more people enjoyed some of those sessions as opposed to maybe having, you know, an, an update on what's going on with stop loss. Uh, <laughs> right now. Stop loss with Spencer. He yeah. does a good job, by the way. He does, he does a really good job. Yeah. Um, so I didn't realize the owners' meeting then, the owners' meetings prior to that, was the agenda much different then? It, I mean, sounds like it probably was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot more, um, a lot more like breakout sessions and sessions focused on. Um, you know, a lot of strategic partner presentations, giving product updates, you know, what's, what's new at Mutual of Omaha, what, what are they rolling out? Mm. Um, and so, you know, I think we need a healthy mix of both because um, yeah. we are here to, to help educate. But, yep. you know, our, our events, our tagline is um, uniquely educational, entertaining, and inspirational experiences. So Say that again. Uniquely educational, entertain, inspirational, and entertaining experiences. Mouthful. It is. I want to turn that into an acronym. U E. It's not going to work. It's yeah. like ooey, ooey. Yeah, there's, there's too many vowels in yeah. that one. Yeah. But you know, we feel like we've been successful if we've educated you. Yep. You've you leave feeling inspired, and we've given you some entertainment. I left my wallet in the car. I wanted yeah. to bring you guys. We made these ace of hearts, right? And we, mm-hmm. we talked about this. Is we do a dream day in our our company that. We, we, we like, well, hopefully our employees do. Yeah. We laugh. What does is, what is Dream Day stand for? And it's it's an acronym. It's damn, really? Eric Adrian. Well, man. Man. Again? Like, again? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but so, so these we, we have these ace of hearts, right? On, on the front, it's got our logo and an ace of hearts. On the back, it says advocate, coordinate, educate. We love acronyms. And I think that's a huge, huge, huge component of employee benefits, healthcare specifically. You are an advocate for these businesses, for the employees themselves, there is constant coordination, right? Back and forth with carriers and individuals. And then education is, to me, the biggest one. And I, again, I think True is very similar to that. You're advocates for all these agencies, constant coordination, um, and, a, and a lot of education. So uh, what else you got? I think that was it. I could think a little bit a little bit longer, but I see you've got some nice notes. No, that's notes from a meeting earlier. These are not <laughs> notes from this, by the way. I love taking notes. Good job. Um, I'm trying to think some, some more. Of, oh, let's let's talk music. By the way, that's a huge component of True. Yes. We love music. Brit, who crushes it. Two things. One, when are we going to have a, a, a event in Jacksonville? <laughs> and when we do, I've got a band. Shout out to Split Tone Mafia, my buddy Nick Kazi. He's like, give me a shout out on the show. I'm I'm actually seeing if they're playing somewhere tonight because you guys would love them. But it's just they don't start till like 10 o'clock at night, and that's my bedtime. But um, when that's are we doing? Not your bedtime. 10 o'clock. <laughs> 10 p.m. When he's in Jacksonville. When I'm home, yeah, when I'm here, when I'm out of town. Look, we're not going to talk about what happens when I'm out of town. He's a night owl other places. Yeah, my kids and wife are like, what, you look rough, Dad. I'm like, yeah, well, for three days I was learning about insurance. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So bad. Not healthy. I'm not even kidding you. We want to, we, we keep talking about wanting to host an event here. It doesn't have to be true related, but I I think it would be, it would be cool if we did something on the beach. But anyways, music. How are you picking musicians, Right. And who's been your favorite so far? Britt Burns is mine. <laughs> he is the number one, by the way. He works for True. He crushes it. But Yeah, so a lot of it is, is who do we like that's not, maybe not an A-list artist. Um, so because, you know, money. 
be able to afford to have them. Wait, money matters? Yeah. <laughs> um, but really, we, we have kind of found a way to get artists that we like. I mean, Scott's certainly an influence there. Um, but get artists that we like, that we think are going to wow our attendees. Um, and we have, you know, sometimes we, well, I say we, Scott is harassing them on Instagram. To get in touch he's with their good. Managers. He's like pleasantly persistent. Yes. It's almost like he used to be in sales right? or something. <laughs> or now we've got so many contacts in the industry. Um, we'll reach out to somebody's manager. Who knows another manager? Who knows another manager? Who knows another manager to get us to the right place so that we can book um, some of these names? People ask, like, who, who's your audience? Who's listening? And I'm like, just my mom. Hi, mom. I love you, Katie. Um, every episode, I got to give a shout out to mom. But, um, there could be a chance that some agencies hear this. And again, I, I'm like, this is recruiting for true agency. That's how much we love it. They can't be one in Jacksonville. Only we're allowed to be there. Only one in Jacksonville, by the way. But just some, some musical guests, right? Amos Lee was was this last one. Incredible. Like this tiny venue, very personal. Um, who was the country singer on the roof? The rooftop? Lee Bryce. Lee Bryce, yep. which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, that one was amazing. Who was the was girl that favorite. played beforehand? Grace Remember her name? Asbury. Grace Asbury. She was unbelievable. Amazing. Um, John mm-hmm. Splitoff, whom, I mean, again, I'm trying to think Josh of other names. Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly. And we all, we all love music. That's a big... Who is the guy that was from Milkbone Booty Crunch? I can't think of his name. Milkbone Booty Crunch? Yeah. That's one of Scott's for, that I don't think that's a healthy band <laughs> name, but it was the guy that had the trading card in his pocket. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. I have David no Ryan Harris. Got, oh, yes. David oh, Ryan Harris. Yeah. John Mayer's that, guitarist. I can oh. obviously remember... Mm. Milkbone Booty Crunch very easily. That just keeps <laughs> is that his song or the name of the no, band? No, that's the name of the band he used I, to be in in I'm Atlanta to... in the 90s. Oh, geez, that's great. That was one of my favorite, though. Like the round table in that room just with all of them going back and forth mm, and singing yeah. their... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was really incredible. Um, but I do think what's interesting, we're kind of talking about it because we know and we've been, um, but just context for why we're even talking about this, at the end of every event or even kind of sandwiched in the middle, whether it's in person, whether it's live, you guys bring these great artists in. Um, I have not been to a ton of other conferences, but I've been to a few, um, and usually there's maybe a DJ in the corner um, or like a cover band, you know, lovely, but kind of over. They're not... They're certainly not a highlight um, of the event. So what is, what was, I guess, in its inception, the thought process behind involving music so heavily in all of your events? Yeah, I think, it, one, it just stems out of our everybody that's involved with True Loves Music. And so it's just <laughs> kind of like, hey, Scott started building this company, and it was like, well, what do we want it to be? Because it doesn't have to be traditional corporate insurance like that doesn't yeah. isn't what we wanted and isn't what scott's vision was and so i think it's just kind of become ingrained in us like hey let's have fun let's let's listen to good music oh man it's again we're just gonna talk about this i could talk about this the entire time how much think of this as a recruiting platform right i'm gonna cut chop this up and be like if you're not part of true you need to check them out because they're, 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 they're <laughs> great they are we'll they're educational they're fun that's right mm-hmm. um I told you the time would fly by. we got five minutes left here. And every mm-hmm. single time, I'm like, we're going to run out of time. We always do. But I, I like these final two questions. You can both answer them. And this is kind of an interesting one. I'm not sure how you're going to answer that. If you look out into the future, one, three, five, 10, 20 years, what is a healthy change you would like to see? I don't even know. In the in the events industry? What, how would you ask that? Yeah. 
Like what are some? I mean, what I are think some... so. There are challenges in every industry, right? And things that you would want to see evolve or change or maybe even fall out of practice. Yeah, I think for uh, the event industry, just finding that harmony, that ability to balance life and the craziness that is because we – you know, it's almost like um, an agile team sprint is what, what our events look like. You know, <laughs> yeah. we're planning them out. And then the week before you're working, you know, 10 to 12 hour days and then you're on site days before prepping. And then at the event itself, you know, you're up at 430, you're in bed at midnight and you do that for three days straight. And then you pack up and you go home. And sometimes, all right, well, depending on what time of the year it is, we may have an event in a week, in two weeks. Right. Um, so I think finding a way to helpfully um, continue to execute at a high level, but maybe not um, so many sleepless nights, so much hotel food. Yeah. 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 You got anything you'd add to that? Yeah, I would say, you know, it's kind of a hot button right now, but in thinking into the future, leaning into instead of being fearful of the whole topic of of AI and automation, Mm. you know, embracing maybe what's coming around the corner, and, and it could be extremely beneficial for us. It's very uncertain, but uh, I would say just leaning into that instead of being fearful of it. I was going to say, I think everyone needs to just accept that it's coming, and, and how do you take advantage of it? You're not, you're, it's not going to cancel events, right? Artificial intelligence is going to take away music and, and food and, and venues. Okay, mm-hmm. so similar question. You look back in time, 1, 3, 5, 10, 20 years, pick your time frame. What's some healthy advice you would give yourself? You want to go first? <laughs> Yeah, I think um, understand that you have uh, that that you have the ability to make choices and decisions. Um, I think the majority of my of my youth, I I was so fearful and and being reactive in the uh, professions that I was in, and and didn't understand that I had the freedom to to make better and healthy choices. And um, I think. That's it for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're here. You did something yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he figured it out eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I th- my thing is, um, you know, lean into who you truly are and and be yourself because love it. There's no point in not doing it, and you'll find a career and a company and an organization that allows you to do that and be your f- full self. Um, so yeah, that that would be my advice. To be yourself. Self. Joel, Chris, uh, hopefully you had fun. I told you the time, time would fly by. I'm like, man, yeah. I wish you had more time in here. Maybe Always cameras do. too, but uh, True Network Advisors, we got the, the events team I'm going to call you to. I don't know. Events what does that have to do with healthcare? I, th- I think we, we made some healthy, not healthy stuff. But Adrian so. Jansen, CEO of Tutel Benefits, co-hosted with me today. Jay Bose, thanks for producing. Um, happy 4th of July. This will air Saturday, and it is the 4th of July next Wednesday. My, my days are backwards. Happy birthday, America. Um, that's what the health just happened. Every day I'm hustling. Hustling, 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 hustling.